Hello? What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate, 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 hate. Oi, Hey, Bob. How's life? Life is good. Is this it? is our new, it's brand new. It's our first episode of the one month and one month episodes episodes. And you know what that means? <laughs> We've got sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want? I think I feel uh-huh. that you should. Give everybody a tour? Give it not a, a full tour, but I want everyone to <laughs> know exactly how you described the sound to me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. how the sound turned out. So obviously one of the sounds had to be me rolling my eyes. And you said, How do you envision that sound? And I said, I envision it sounding like a ball rolling in ski ball. Right. And this is what you gave me. And I could not be happier with the results. <laughs> so that, again, is Joy's eye roll. You want to uh-huh. give it to him? Yeah, yeah, remember, you got to be hard on it. I mean, I just want to give it to you, like... Okay, last one. Last one. Last one. I so got excited. That's the eye roll. We have another. <laughs> we have some other sounds, too. Um, yes. Yeah. And so our first discussion... Now, remember oh. when we couldn't remember? I'm going to give him the horn one more time yeah. because our last, last episode, episode was so pitiful. We were like, bah, 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 and it was, I can't redo the horridness. No, but but <laughs> there's our air horn. There you go, so. kids. We uh, will no longer recreate it for it you. It will be gone. It will <laughs> be out of the... <laughs> the Adam Presonus is what we're using for our sounds. So mm-hmm. like, if the Adam Presonus company would like to sponsor <laughs> our podcast, thank y'all. Anyway, and we're doing a whole new format where we have uh, we're using new software. We're oh. trying out new things. We're evolving. We are evolving, which is I, I love the way you did that. Yes. That was beautiful uh, because our topic today is evolving life, evolving life. Now, um, we're going to talk about all kinds of aspects of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, we have some suggestions. We have some we have some science (laughs) so (laughs) so um we have some facts for you and things like that so um you know this one time a month thing it's really sad but it it had to happen right it did you have to change things up exactly so hopefully we get um the listeners are still there. Whether we get more listeners or not is not the point. Whether we're not in it for the fame. <coughs> <laughs> Follow my TikTok. Bob, uh, B- Bob is in it for the fame. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have fame, do you exist? Oh, my goodness. That can be another topic another day. But can we evolve in the meantime? Let's evolve to okay. fame. So I just want to give you a little bit of a premise. I want to tell the people where my mind was. I mm-hmm. want to give you... Some. Are you gonna get? Thank you. Yes. (laughs) So the the premise behind today's episode was, you know, that human evolution was a very slow process, right? Um, 
scientific evidence shows that uh, behavioral traits shared by all people originated from ape-like ancestors and evolved over a period of approximately six million years. Six million is kind of short, but whatever. <laughs> can't um one of the earliest defining human traits bipedalism which is the ability to walk on two legs okay yeah because it sounds like you're selling two things at the same time <laughs> when you say that word i was like bipedalism sounds like like a your job is to ride a bike all day yeah okay like you're a delivery person on a bike like <laughs> right like yeah it's another name term. for a bike messenger yeah. i'm a I, bipedalist that could um, be a very amazing company name though Bipedalism. Uh oh. Anyway, just, just give out the information. <laughs> and take away what you want. But to uh, that to get to that human trait, it evolved over four million years. So the whole human process was six million, just to get to walking on two legs, four million. I mean, when you think about that, um, now in what are those things called, babies, <laughs> in like a baby aspect. Um, they walk like in a year. Uh huh. Not four million. Mm -hmm. So, uh, <laughs> th those are some facts. Those but what facts. I wanted to do with this episode was because human evolution is so such a slow process. Um, it seems like. You know, the old dream used to be, what are you going to be when you grow up? And you're just going to be one thing, have one dream, right. ride that to the end. Exactly. But that's not the life we lead anymore. That's not the life. And that's not the the facts of the world anymore. Like, you're not expected to. Yes, there are still people who feel that the predestination of their children, that they will make their children doctors. Mm -hmm. Every child wants to be pre-med. <laughs> not every child can be pre-med. Um, but that's, those still expectations still exist from my gen our generation's mm -hmm, children. And so probably by the time Gen Z gets around to having kids, those are already having kids, right? But still like once their kids are college age, they're not going to have, they're going to be like, get do the fuck, whatever we want to. Right. right? Exactly. Just don't be an asshole. Like that's <laughs> probably what Gen Z is going to say. I think that is going to be like their big main thing. So. So take it to, like, it used to be the big part of human life was, mm -hmm. you know, the job that you had, the career. And so I was looking at statistics on that. And now the average person will change careers five to seven times during their working life. So that's careers, not necessarily just jobs. Jobs, right. So you'll do that. And then 30% um, of the workforce will now change jobs every 12 months. Remember when they used to say... That you had to work somewhere at least three to five, five years. years. And now these kids are out here like, I don't got time for that. I mean, my cap out has always been two and a half years. Like, that's been, like, if I'm not getting a better job or improving myself in some way, that's really, that really fucks with my uh, mental state. Mm -hmm. um, there have been jobs that I've, careers that I've had for five plus years. Um, but yeah, like... I think about it, like, and you're a good example of it, too. We're, we have very drastic careers. Yeah. Like, we have had, like, I've had the corporate, the job, the ideal job to have, and left that to manage a hair salon, <laughs> and, like, um, then left that to, you know, work someplace else in the office. Like, I, yeah, I feel like I'm glad that was stated, because I've felt like that's 
just been me. Right, but it's not. It's I not. mean, it's, it used to be a thing that people would make you feel bad about in interviews, like when you see your resume. Because yeah. the only job that I held for five years was the very first one I had out of college. Everything after that has basically been less than. Yeah. And it would always be like, you know, oh, so why did you leave such and such a place? You were only there, you know, two years or blah, blah, blah. But I think now employers are learning that these younger generations are not like that and so they're now they're just kind of used to it right and that's the thing is like i mean you had like a nomadic period in your life where mm -hmm. you moved around quite a bit um not like every six months but you moved to different cities and you tested out where you wanted to be and so like that's something a lot of people don't get the chance to do like a lot of us move one place and we stay there mm -hmm. or we move there and we fail and then we move back. That typically is the way, um, you know, townies, right. <laughs> townies work in Champaign. But like, um, you know, I've lived in a few different places and I'm happy to say that my hometown is the least longest place I've ever lived in my life. As Well, not sh I guess Chicago doesn't count really. But I roll Chicago up into my 20 plus years being away from my hometown. But, um, but yeah, th I mean, that's a lot of people never leave that. Mm -hmm. And that's herd mentality. That's group mentality. Like you got to be safe. But that's also things that we're evolutionarily trying to get away from. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. And so it was just like really starting with that, that um, those st stats, like, first of all, made me feel better. But also <laughs> kind of reflect, so the idea that you would change your career itself five to seven times, again, relates to you and me specifically, I would say other people, you know, I've had multiple titles that would go with different types right. of careers. I've done engineering. I've been an editor. Um, I had a short stint as a chemist. <laughs> Don't forget our time when we had a meme company. <laughs> yes. Failed entrepreneur. Uh, <laughs> add that to the list. <laughs> oh, oh, 2014? Yeah. Yes, 2014. Yeah, yeah, but the thing about it is, is a lot of times when your career changes, it reflects other changes in your life as well. So radiates out to the kind of relationships that you have. Um, you know. Yeah, there's usually catalysts or something in your yeah, life exactly. that like That's change it, or your views change. I mean, a lot of people are leaving jobs because morality, mm -hmm. like their morals just don't align with the company and that's perfectly that's admirable like if you can like flat out say i can't work here because they're racist pieces of shit i mean not to toot my own horn but we i left something i loved which was the radio show doing that because i couldn't be around the racist and you know misogynistic world that was the radio station so like um to give something up that you love or work hard for it's pretty admirable mm -hmm. another thing that has that people evolve in is relationships so our parents the idea was mm -hmm. to get married and ride that motherfucker till the wheels fall off and now the average relationship lasts two years and nine months <laughs> that, that's the stat they came up with wow which is wildly averaging because i would say a lot of people would say haven't even made it that long but then there's people like yourself who went 11 years there you go that's, that's uh, so it makes me feel this episode is really making me feel like a pretty amazing human <laughs> being and fully evolved 
And then if I loved this stat because it has our title in it, uh, Americans specifically will average five heartbreaks in their lifetime. And they only did a comparison with the UK. Sorry, other countries. We do love you. But it's three a lifetime for the UK population. Well, Canada's really nice. They probably never break up. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, it's, or it's all very amicable. It's not a heartbreak. It's like, you know, we really try. We really try. Yeah, sorry. But, um, <laughs> yeah, in Australia, I friends. mean, they usually do the stats as compared to what Australia, UK, yeah. and Canada is how they usually roll those out. And Australia is a pretty freeing country. Plus, they're young. They only got a couple hundred years. They're not like, they're still evolving as a country themselves. So they're probably more free with their relationships. I don't know. That's just, I don't unfounded <laughs> so don't I was gonna say, don't I was looking at you like uh, the US is still a newer country well yeah I know <laughs> by those standards by those standards and Canada is too by those standards yeah. so UK is the only one that's been an established right with thousands of years of history yeah they're looking at everybody else like get off my lawn but right well they don't have lawns <laughs> but <laughs> if they had the <laughs> you know what I'm getting I know. at so um I did some evolution investigation as well, Ooh. and uh, I got into some evolution psychology, Okay. and it was about the human brain and how it, it um, comprises many functional mechanisms, and their adaptations that we've evolved over time. One I thought was really interesting and happy for, um, we've had you know the ability to learn language, which we didn't have for thousands of years, mm-hmm. um, but... We've learned to avoid incest. Oh, that's something that's we had been to learn. That's an evolutionary thing. Huh. Yeah, and cheater detection mechanisms, which are evolving, mm-hmm. I feel are still evolving. They are still. Like people still learning how people cheat, and every time there's a new technology, there's a new way to cheat, so you have to adapt to that. Um, intelligence and sex-specific mating preferences were things that evolved over time. Hmm. So... Before you just fuck whatever was available. <laughs> Straight men never really evolved from that. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> But the rest of us are a little more selective with who we sleep with. <laughs> sorry, straight guys. You're not sorry. That's the problem. No. And foraging. We learned to like go forage for food. So that's kind of cool that like those adaptive things. Um, yeah. I thought that was a cool aspect of. Uh, evolution and um, I also had the evolution of melanin Ooh. Uh, which is kind of a topic of the now mm-hmm. so yeah. you know I don't have to teach you and I'm sure that people who listen to us know but we want people who stumble along our show to maybe gain some knowledge over time so everybody was sub Saharan mm-hmm. to begin with. Everybody was black to begin with. Word. Our Can't skin work the other way, children. No. Not so science. No. It can, but only with a tanning bed <laughs> and only if you want to look like bacon. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and you literally will because your skin will wrinkle. Don't get me started on tanning. We won't. Um, we won't. And why do, the pe- why do people who hate black people tan the most? It's a weird thing. Isn't it? I mean, it's just it so is. strange to me that a lot of racists are out here tan as hell. Uh, we can't. That's, w- that's, that's the other day. So we migrated to northern hemispheres. Mm-hmm. The northern hemisphere, I guess there's only one. But, like, 
and then to areas in which our skin didn't necessarily need as much melanin because of the sun being less hot, <laughs> so to speak, uh-huh. um, near the equator. So, like, we've adapted to becoming white. So, as a fully, almost completely transparent human being, <laughs> I feel that I am at the peak of evolution at this time. <laughs> I knew that was kind of, I was like, <sighs> A deep sigh and... And also we can add in this sound effect. Uh, what the white. <laughs> what the white indeed. <laughs> um, so that was some of my evolutionary discussion. I also, um, as just, you know, a friend, a person who cares about people as I do, I came up with the whole program to evolve yourself a little bit better. Right. Joy, help me out. Um, Whoa. <laughs> got to watch out for all these sounds that are coming through because uh, <laughs> we got to remember to mute that thing. So your skin rejuvenates every 28 days. So every 28 days you have new skin. Word. So I need something science behind Sci- it <laughs> to create this, and then I needed to go from there. So with every 28 days – Within a year, there are 13 cycles in which your skin is new. Um, There is no, you know how we've talked before about how your whole body is different within seven years? Mm -hmm. That's a lie. Oh. Your body is constantly dying and constantly being reborn. Your cells, I mean, (laughs) um, are constantly being reborn and dying all the time. So there's never an actual lifespan of when all your cells are new because it's a constant process so i've lied in the past i'm sorry (laughs) and i'm sorry Ah. um (laughs) bilingual oh yeah look at you (laughs) um so i came up with 13 things you can do like i said joy helped me and talked me out talked me through some of them Mm -hmm. um 13 things you could do every 28 days to evolve as a human being. Hello, get ready, kids. Get ready. So we had like a, a knowledge section. Mm-hmm. So learn something about another religion, ethnicity, heritage, LGBTQIA plus community. Um, learn something new about someone that's not you mm-hmm. every 28 days. And um, might I suggest indigenous people let's start there let's please start at the beginning yeah (laughs) um so yeah let's do indigenous americans or first nation first nation yep um so let's start there so that's a good point because there's a lot of things going on with them right now as far as their land and uh america um and then another knowledge point was learn something in the Technology, engineering, or math fields. So the <laughs> STEM fields. Yep. And this doesn't have to be a lot of shit. It doesn't have to be anything. Like, you want to know how a bicycle works? I don't know how you fucking don't know. But if you need to know how a bicycle works, it's like a two-minute read, man. Right. And, and we're in 2020. Like, there are science creators on TikTok. Yes. There are YouTube videos that are under five minutes. Absolutely. You can get you some knowledge fast. And that's a, that's a great point because if you just actually watch TikTok, 
for an hour and let it roll, you're going to get other people ethnicity history, heritage, LGBTQ mm-hmm. history, um, First Nation history, science, technology. You're going to get all that because people are out there creating it. Content creators are out there doing it. They might do it in a funny way, but if it's a funny way, it's a fun way to learn. So, Absolutely. So just way to like, use what's available to you to get, get knowledge. So that's my knowledge section. All right. So then I have a human interaction section, and this one's a little more complicated. So I need everyone to push on <laughs> yes. through this. So um, say thank you and you're welcome to every person that provides a service to you. Revolutionary. It's revolutionary. And also, sometimes you have to do it to people that you're not really happy with. Right. Because they don't control their environment. So it's just a, it's a, just a, it's the b- 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 basic <laughs> thing you can do. <laughs> and if you want to go a little bit further, apply the knowledge section by learning another language and saying thank you and you're welcome in another language. Uh-oh. Now you, you want people to double up. Watch out. I do. I do. <laughs> I mean, it's 13 little things for 28 days. Yeah. And I just feel. The whole are, thing is very doable, kids. Yes. So follow along. We're still going. And most of these things aren't new things every 28 days. Like just saying thank you. Once you start doing it, it becomes a habit mm-hmm. and you're golden. Um, This one's going to be hard for a lot of people. And so. I want people to try, and I know it's complicated, but look people in the eyes when you speak to them. Because some people feel like less than if a person won't look at them in the eyes. Mm. Especially people in the service industry, especially people of color. Like if you can't uh, look at somebody in the eyes and say hi to them or like acknowledge them, they feel like you don't like them Mm. which could be completely wrong you could be shy you could be bashful and i I completely understand all that but just try but it's also so let me just interrupt you here in relationships and i don't even mean romantic relationships just in any relationship you feel more engaged when you're speaking with somebody if you sit down to have a distanced meal Mm -hmm. or whatever and they're looking at you right uh I mean, one of look my at siblings each other. may or may not know many a time I was like, that phone, mm-hmm. if you don't put that fucking thing away. <laughs> it could be murder scenarios. Like, eye contact. It's could a safety thing. It's like that, that tipping point, right? Like, they're, doing, they're fucking up, they're doing all this shit, but then they just, like, are not paying attention to you and you're engaged with them. Like, that could be the tipping point, bro, and you don't want that phone shoved down your throat. Hello. Anyway. Because the iPhone, cricket, whatever it is, it don't feel good going down your throat. Um, he said cricket. <laughs> it's uh, boost. I mean, cricket boost, still boost is still a thing. So it's cricket. Anyways, go ahead. Continue. So this is your favorite one. I don't think it's your favorite one. But right. it's, it's the one you, you, said, you feel I, about. Yeah, I was like, ooh. So this one is uh, practice saying no without explanations. Now, this is something. <laughs> right. This is something you're going <laughs> to sigh. deep sigh about. And... Um, I know you've probably seen me, and I, it comes across a little harsh the way I do it. That's something I have to work on is softening my no. <laughs> but, like, if someone asks me something, I don't like to go into, like, a whole, like, book report on why I'm not going <laughs> to hang out with you tonight. <laughs> right. Like, do you want to do this? No. No. 
And like that doesn't, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. But no, that was very good the way you did it, right there. Yeah, that, instead that of like was, no, that felt like <laughs> yeah, see that one. When I do it and it has this like uptake and my end to the O, like no, <laughs> like that. That's you trying. That's me trying. Yes. But when it has like the no, <laughs> like any X can tell you <laughs> that my nose are my nose are pretty hard, uh, but my nose is cute. <laughs> but my nose are pretty harsh. So, do you have anything to say about the no? Uh, well, I specifically. So when we were talking about this, right? I said this is one that I struggle with. I know that I struggle with it, and it's like one of those things that's been reiterated again from social media because right. specifically women. Right. are taught, you know, to to not say no, but we're also taught, you know, like to have to like you like to navigate this path of people's feelings when you're telling them no. And so it's like Right, you're very apologetic and that's oh been that's gosh. forced on you guys. And we've talked yes. about that before, how yes. it's one of my things I hate the most is like it's and but it's it's sadly that women do that, but like a woman could be not in your way. Like you're in their way, mm-hmm. and they're gonna say sorry. Yeah, the sorry of it all. And like that drives me. Like, why don't be sorry? Say get the fuck out of my way. Like mm-hmm. that's what I want. More anger, and I want more. I know you do. I, I know I, you do. I, I, I really have hopes for the next <laughs> this generation because I feel the fo- the shift in the force. Yeah. From the Sith to the Jedi, and I feel like women are just done. And uh, I I. I feel that aspect. Oh yeah, of... the younger ones they don't have time to no. like to protect your feelings. But there we, we don't even don't even get we're going to do an episode called Soft Life cuz don't okay. even get into me <laughs> about how soft people are out here. And so there's a reason that we do it. It's cuz we know that you're going to fold like a piece of paper. Right. So trying to prevent the folding. Right. <laughs> but yes, say no, just no. Just no. So then I have a whole social networking section and um i did this one yesterday and i i do it every now and then but 28 days seems like a little good a good time it might be overkill for some people but i have self uh deprecating issues with and i talk about that and i talk about myself but like um i post something about me being good looking mm-hmm. like a video or a selfie just whether I believe it or not, I post it. And then, of course, some of my friends are going to respond to it. Right. Some of my friends are tired of it. But <laughs> <laughs> I try to give it to you in different fashions. TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. But, um, but the strangers, the strangers that will give you compliments. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying fishing for compliments, but I'm saying... It will help your self-esteem because people that you don't yeah. know somewhere in Sri Lanka think you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that can mean everything for somebody who is depressed on that aspect. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like posting it itself is an affirmation. Absolutely. And then, you know, you receive confirmation. And so just like the Mason cycle. Yes. All the Mason cycle. Yes. All the <laughs> <laughs> you want that Mason cycle. You want that Mason cycle. <laughs> Similarly, but not the same. <laughs> right, right. Remove five toxic people that you follow on social media. Please. Because I have over time gathered like apples loose in a forest somewhere that I'm starving for. People who 
only wants you to like their posts and then go pay for their OnlyFans <laughs> or um, like their posts and then like all their posts and then like their private accounts. And so like, you know, I see good looking people and a lot of times I'm like, I would like to use that person as a model, like look at their structure, blah, 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 blah. And follow them on social media. And sometimes that in itself is toxic to you. Mm-hmm. Because that will prey on your self. Your thoughts on yourself. So five people. And then the last one for social networking is unplug and sit in silence for 13 minutes a week. Which we both have been meditative people in our past mm-hmm. or current. Right. And um, silence is amazing. It really Sometimes. is. So, like, the problem we have with today is our phones are everywhere near us. Mm-hmm. So we're never separate from it. Like, it's – and I don't want to be those people that are like, this generation, because it's all generations, because old people do it too. Because you go and you sit and you watch old people, and they're sitting on their damn phones. And, like, you know, they might not know or how to use it. Or they have the TV on all the time, even if they're not actively watching it, and the volume's at 97. Oh, is that just me? Is that my own trauma? Okay. No, 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 no. It's not a trauma that you sh- that you share by yourself. <laughs> there are others, and there's usually multiple TVs on in multiple rooms. Ugh. And uh, yeah, so the silence never happens, right? So, s- but silence when you're sleeping doesn't count. Nope. You have to be fully awake and aware of how deafening silence can be. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty amazing. So I give you 13 minutes a week. That ain't shit. You can do it. That ain't shit. You can do it. Um, so health and mental health. Um, drink 13 more ounces of water a week. It's Easy. A, that ain't nothing. It's done a glass. Done and done. It's basically a glass and a half. Um, this one was one that we both did today. Um, or you're not doing it because you didn't do it, but you have it to do. Um <laughs> Change one thing in the place that you live every 28 days. So, like, whether you move a picture from one place to another, whether you, like I did, I changed out some curtains, um, you're getting a new table, and, like, just that kind of stuff, just, like, a new thing or moving things. Because, like, honestly, like, my living room looks different because I put, changed the curtains. Right. (laughs) And, like the room we're sitting in is so much brighter because I changed the curtain. So like, it's just like that kind of thing gives you a feeling of change, which is a positive feeling. It is. So it is. It is. That is actually because we crave, not only do we crave um, consistency, we also crave change as well. So if you just change one thing, it's not earth shattering. Yeah. Um, Mojo agrees. Oh, yeah. So it's not earth shattering, but it will give you enough change to kind of keep things fresh right. in your life. And the same thing, like, um, on that lines, just give away or donate something that you haven't used in a year. Like, cl- they always say clothing. If you haven't worn it in a year, you're never going to wear it again. Mm-hmm. People typically don't wear 80% of the clothes that they have. Mm-hmm. Um so like that kind and that also is a feeling of giving back to people. I always think about that when I donate clothes because as a fat person trying to thrift shop, that don't happen no. for us a lot of times. We have to we have to go like 45 times and one time there's a shirt that fits us. So But there's we've all experienced that one magical day. Oh yeah, where there's like 45 when, shirts. When there's, yes, <laughs> because you're like, "Oh, this Somebody one died. bitch, she donated a 
she went to her fucking closet and praise her name wherever she may be. Bertha, thank you. There's skirts, there's shirts, I'm ready. Yeah. And so that kind of feeling is amazing for people. And so doing that as well. Didn't you have one to add to this section? Oh, yes. Well, I said that uh, you said change something in room. I said, let's get a little more cleaning in your life. You can call it decluttering if you want. Right. But at least once a week, do a little bit of extra cleaning, decluttering. Because let's be honest, we don't all do. Now, there are some Susie. Joy is saying this as she's sitting behind a closet that needs to be (laughs) decluttered. But this wasn't calling out to you. As you remember, I was calling out myself. If you notice I've gotten rid of one of the vacuums. I, you have. You have. <laughs> no, but we're all spending so much more time at home. Right. right. And so it's like things get dirtier faster. Plus, also, it wouldn't hurt you to clean a smidge more. I'm just right. saying one area. And and the, honestly, like I did in uh, 2008, I did this whole, you're going to laugh, but um, – this work-life balance series for my department when I worked at an insurance company. Mm-hmm. And I did some research. And by doing research, means I stole from other people who had put stuff on the internet. <laughs> but <laughs> what I brought back to them was helpful. And it was like you come into your house and you see like a clutter area, something that's broke, something like that. Those tiny little things factor into your mental health. Mm, like that whether you are conscious of it or not like just saying like dealing with a like my toilet i mean i should fix my fucking toilet right (laughs) it runs if someone new comes to the house i have to go into the bathroom as soon as they're gone yeah right and jiggle the handle i should just have them fix it um but like every time and if it's just fixed it one time Mm. wouldn't have to do it again yeah the other thing is, like, think about it like this. Uh, anybody who's ever experienced even mild depression uh, or a, a time of deep sadness, right? And remember what your home looks like during that period right. versus when you're feeling, you know, really happy, upbeat, you know what I mean? Because something great happened. You start a new job or whatever. All of a sudden, your apartment's, like, immaculate for, like, the first two weeks, right? And then you're like, well, fuck it. But, uh, yeah, so... It is. It is the mental health aspect. It, you can really see it in those two times. And these things I'm trying to apply to myself. I'm not saying that I am a, a master of these things. I'm not saying that I am a motivational speaker, but I'm just saying these are parts of our lives that we can evolve from and work on that will actually help. Um, and I'm going to do it, and I hope you guys do it too. I have one more, the 13th thing. Uh-oh, we're ready. Which I culturally appropriated from Hoodoo. Which, go back to the witchcraft discussion. Um, it's this little, it's a sweet jar, but I don't want people to have to make the sweet jar. But you can make a sweet jar if you want. Look up sweet jar on the internet. There's all kinds of instructions. But there's this affirmation that you say to make somebody like you. And that's the whole chant. That's the whole energy you put into the jar to make it work. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, look in the fucking mirror and then just recite the chant, which is a little odd, but it's sweet, sweet thoughts of me, you will think constantly. And it's just like telling yourself to think nice things about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because we're both separate, self-deprecating. Like, I've been on that shit since I was four. Like, that's been my life. 
but at the same time, I really need to work on liking myself more. And when you like yourself more, you can accept change a little bit better. Yep. And you can also like other people a little bit better. Like, you know, RuPaul has his whole saying that is actually very true. But a lot of people can't get to the point of actual love of themselves. Mm, yep. So, but thinking nice things about yourself. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. That it grows from there. Yeah. And remember that to be beautiful and natural is the birthright of every woman. And I wish you all loads and loads of loveliness and good luck.